welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Now, if you've been following this podcast, you know we are, well, we're just a little bit crazy. We talk about things in a different way and from a different perspective. And today we're going to talk about the warrior CEO. Hmm, what does it mean to be a warrior? What does it mean to be a warrior CEO? So sit back, enjoy this ride. I think you're going to get some value out of this podcast, whether or not you're in a CEO position or you're in any leadership position. I think you'll see something that just might surprise you. Your competition is lazy and you can sense it. Others desire a return to normalcy, but not you. You see an opportunity to exploit weakness. There may never be a better time to attack your competitive enemies. You are the warrior CEO and the window for taking offensive action will not be open long. Do not allow this pandemic to go to waste. Listen to this quote from Sun Tzu. A kingdom that has once been destroyed can never come again into being, nor can the dead ever be brought back to life. The warrior mindset is not for everyone. And to be honest, business tends to be more passive than, than active. And big corporations move slow, and well, they react even slower. They seek peace. They seek tranquility. And unfortunately, small businesses mimic these big businesses as a model for success. And people, I think this approach is a flawed strategy. Look, big businesses can, well, they have mass and they can withstand the constant attack from smaller competitors. But small to medium-sized companies, they cannot. They must keep fighting to grow large enough to survive. And in a more pure context, they must attack to survive. The warrior CEO understands business is war. Lonnie Ogilnick shares three rules for warrior CEOs. Listen to the first rule. The first rule, take action when it benefits your company. Take action when it benefits your business. If it doesn't benefit your organization, do not do it. Do not follow the proverbial herd to the slaughter. Just because others are doing something does not make the strategy optimal for your business. I mean, I see copycat companies everywhere and they think that they're going to be able to go up against the big giant and win applying the same strategy. And it just doesn't work that way. If all your competitors are doing the same things, well, that should be a really clear indicator that you should likely be doing something altogether different. Listen to that word, different. Differentiation is a common denominator for successful businesses, yet it is so challenging to articulate. 
After coaching many sales reps, I found differentiation to be highly elusive. It's hard to differentiate yourself from a competitor. And during a recent coaching call with an experienced sales rep, well, I asked what made the company different from its competitors. Upon hearing the answer, well, I asked if she would say the same things if she worked for the competition. Listen to her response. Drum roll. Yes. She would say the exact same things about the competitor if she worked for them. What does that say about her company? It is likely no different. And it's not her job anyway. Differentiation is the job of the warrior CEO, not the sales rep. And relying on the sales rep to differentiate the business is like depending on a 10-year-old to pay the mortgage. It is possible, but it's much more unlikely to achieve success. Rule number two, no one unlocks your inner beast as CEO. No one unlocks your inner beast as VP of sales or supervisor or manager or whatever leadership position you occupy. You should know what triggers your beast mode. Because if you're at war, war is hell. You should prepare your mind and body for the daily battle. Just like a fighter prepares for the fight, you should prepare for the daily grind. To be a warrior CEO, you need to figure out what triggers your beast mode and make it part of your routine. For me, for me, an intense 20-minute workout is enough to charge my warrior mentality. I need the endorphin rush to unlock my inner beast. What is your inner beast? What, what unlocks your inner beast? Determine your key and open the fighter in your mind if you want to be the warrior for your business. For some people, it could be quiet solitude. It could be reading. It could be affirmations. Or it could be a podcast just like this. One person I know likes Metallica. He calls it mandatory Metallica to get his beast stirring. It can be as simple as a sticky note on your mirror in the morning. Do not overthink this. Just do it. Find out what unlocks your inner beast and do it. It would also, well, be effective if you remember that your troops, well, they're going to have battle fatigue. If you show up every day as the warrior, they're going to get fatigued. And operating with a wartime mindset is difficult to sustain. People, including your team, are constantly seeking the harmony of peace. They want to get back to normal. And the infection of mediocrity can creep into the minds of your team just as soldiers get complacent on the battlefield. They will ask you to lower your standards. They will ask you 
to accept average results. As a leader, your team will pressure you to accommodate these demands for normalcy, these demands for average, these demands for less. And it is up to you. You must remind them and yourself that you are at war. It's okay to give them periods of rest, but you've got to bring those people back to the front lines to fight another battle each day. So here's rule number three. Commit to your plans and goals without shame. Most people understand this intuitively, but many leaders feel uncomfortable committing themselves intensely to higher expectations. They are simply afraid of what other people will say. They're afraid of being labeled. They don't want to be considered the person who takes themselves too seriously. And folks, it's real easy in today's day and age. We have a workforce today that doesn't put work at the epicenter of their lives. Work is necessary, but it's not always important to them. They don't live in this wartime mindset. They live in a peacetime mindset. Oh, well, I'll just get another job. If this company goes under, we'll just get another job. But the general, the chief, the CEO can't think that way. You have an obligation to the other people on your team. You have an obligation to your stakeholders. You have an obligation to your investors. You have to maintain the high intensity, the high expectations, the high standards that allow you to separate yourself from the other competition in the herd. Listen to this. No successful military campaign begins with a vague objective. And no general says, we want to generally win more battles than we lose. (laughs) You need a clear vision of victory to aim for. You need to present this vision to your team so that they can understand it, so that they can embrace it, so they can get charged by it, so they can get motivated by it. Stop accepting people who question your ambitious desires, your ambition, your focus. Stop accepting people who question these in life. And do schedule blocks of time when you are 100% focused on work. When you're at war, there is a constant threat from the enemy. When I was in the army, they would say, stay alert, stay alive. If we ever lost alertness, we were at risk of death. Stay alert, stay alive. Your enemy is after your best people right now. Your enemy is calling your customers right now. They're after whatever success you have right now. What are you doing about it? Do you think soldiers answer FaceTime calls during the heat of combat? When they are engaged, they are fully engaged. Their life is on the line. Nothing distracts them. 
You need that same level of mental combat in your business, that same level of commitment in your business, that mental commitment to the now, to the moment, to the task, to the opportunity, to the plan, and even to the goal. In reality, weak companies do not last. Someone is always coming after them. But strong companies, strong companies endure. Kill or be killed sounds hyperbolic. But is it? As the CEO, you set the tone for the entire organization. You can be complacent because you're the boss. You can just say, hey, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. You can accept mediocrity, ordinary, average results. And you can allow the comfort of the past to become your future. Look, we're, we're ending this pandemic and many companies are seeking a return to pre-pandemic normalcy. They want to get back to normal. They want to get back to the good old days. They want to get back to easy. Well, folks, you can never go back to where you were before. It's changed. Time is like water in a river. You can never go back and get it the same way again. It's gone. It's in the future. It's, it's, it's never going to be the same when you go back. And this pandemic has made some businesses better and made some businesses, well, weaker. If you're completely honest with yourself, the pandemic has surfaced weakness or apathy on your team. You know who has it when times are tough and you know who crumbles when things get bad. Whether you were overwhelmed with more business than you could handle or you were troubled and nearly devastated by declining industry. The response to the pandemic has created an opportunity for everyone, every business. Just like the world wars that we've experienced in our lifetimes. Well, not in our living lifetimes, but in our recent past. The global pandemic affects everyone and every business. The people that lived through World War II, it's pretty unlikely that people didn't realize or were impacted by the war going on. Your job as CEO is to exploit both with a plan. You can attack as the warrior, or you can just react. You can use the headwinds to speed your boat, or you can just wait for a tailwind. Your mindset, your mindset gets developed by creating a mental attitude. And this mental attitude guides your decisions and actions to a given situation. If your mental readiness for the many choices you make each day are, well, are warrior-like, 
Well, you get prepared for the difficulties ahead. You must create this mental readiness for the choices you make each day. And being a warrior is not about the act of fighting. It's not. Being a warrior is not about the act of fighting. It's about being so prepared for a challenge and believing so strongly in your cause that you refuse to quit. Believe in what you're fighting for and refuse to quit. The magic, the magic is in the preparation of your mind for long periods of intense stress. You have to prepare yourself for it because for your business to survive and win, you must accept the challenge to fight. You must be relentless as the warrior CEO when it comes to your expectations and those you keep on the team. To achieve victory, you must first see it in your mind. You have to see victory in your mind. You have to know where your company is going to be in two years or three years in your mind. Whether it's dominating an industry or beating a competitor. You have to see it. And next, you must share that vision of success with your team in a compelling manner, with enthusiasm, with optimism, with confidence. We are going to be number one in our industry. No excuses. No settling. When I played football, it was a ritual to put our pads on for battle on the field. You could feel things building up emotionally. You could feel the intensity increasing as you put those pads on before you went out for battle. When I served in the Army Infantry, we painted our faces with camouflage. We camoed up. These simple tasks served as mental preparation for what was coming. What are you doing to prepare for battle? How do you achieve the state of mind to win each day? To fight each day? To lead each day? How are you preparing your state of mind to be a warrior each day? Are you taking the troops to war each day? Or are you hoping for a return to normalcy. If we just do nothing, it will get better. Things will get back to normal. We just have to wait it out. Look, we don't question the Navy SEALs for being well prepared to fight. We expect them to be prepared. We expect them to be elite. What do you expect of yourself? I want you to go out there and get some. I want you to go out there and fight for what you believe in. Fight for what's right. Fight to beat the competition. Fight to be the best. Success is infinite. There is no limit to success. You can have as much of it as you're willing to fight for. And get this. You can have as much success as you are willing to suffer for. 
Want to get back in shape? Are you willing to suffer to get back in shape? Are you willing to get up early? Are you willing to go to the gym? Are you willing to say no to things that you need to in order to make time? Time is the biggest excuse I hear, people. You know, I would do that if I had time. That's an excuse. Every one of us gets the exact same amount of time each week. It's 168 hours. You can use that time to make excuses or you can use that time to win and win by your own definition. Win at being a better parent, win at being a better friend. But in business, you have people relying on you as the leader, depending on you as the leader. If you're the warrior, you embrace it. You absorb it. You live it each day. And I'm telling you, the other CEOs aren't ready. They're soft. They're weak. Now is your time. Now is your time to win. You know, this podcast is called Crazy Enough to Win because I believe with every fiber of my being, with every fiber of my consciousness, that crazy people get things done. That people who are crazy enough to do things, to try things, other people are unwilling to do. Well, they dent the universe. They make a difference. People going into space, people going into business, people willing to go against the grain, people willing to get out of the herd. That's what this podcast is about. If you like what you're hearing here, I want you to go to www.johngrubs.com. And there is, there's a lot of free stuff there for you. There's free content. There's, you can even download one of my books for free. But I've created a special place on that website. It is a, it is a place for people to get access to what I call premium content. You get access to speeches that other people pay for. You get access to content that no others see. You see, this thinking goes much deeper. I call it the the secret of transmutation. How do we take energy that others don't use, can't use, or worse, won't use to be successful in life? You can join my tribe. It's a small amount of money, and and the reason I do that is I don't want I don't want people to. Well, I don't want to have vendors. I don't want to have people who endorse my work. I don't want to have to owe anyone anything for what we say in that protected space. So you'll see no commercials. You'll see no ads, no sponsors, none of that. So there's a small price to be part of that community so that that's never going to be a question. It is a place for people to talk about big things without any fear of influence from people that just don't understand. Join my tribe. Download my book. If you want to ask me a question, if you want to, if you want to interact with me, you can reach out to me through my website. And I know we have people all over the world that listen to this podcast. And you know, I, I can't tell you how, how humbled I am by the response, by the number of people who subscribe to this channel, who share this channel, 
who believe in, well, the fact that going big is an antidote to living an infection of average during our lifetimes, that we can go big for what we believe in, that we can just be a little bit crazy and that be just fine. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.